Yeah. Well, hello and welcome to the Psychic Shop. I'm Ace Knight, and of course, with me tonight is my wonderful side assistant, Techie Joe. How are you, darling? Doing great. How about you? How are you this evening? Being halfway evil, um, avoiding the heat. As mm -hmm. you know, my backdrop has changed. Um, yes, yeah, so, you know, the office has become the oven. So we have decided to move into what I call my remote workstations. Yeah, and I'm still upset. I have to share this with our viewers. You describe your office at this point as being hot enough to cook a lasagna, and yet, where's my lasagna? Well, honey, your lasagna is at the store because we spent the food budget this week. Aww. But it will be put on the list for next time that we go grab. I'm teasing. I don't think anyone could eat heavy, uh, heavy Italian right now. Like, it's just too hot. Like, yeah. Hi, yeah. Shannon. Hi, Alexandria. Oh, aw. We are so sorry you had a long, stressful day. Yeah. But we're glad we can help. Yeah, and we're glad that you like listening to us. It has been a little bit of a yeesh week. Um, Hi, Valerie. Hi, Valerie. How are you, darlings? Um, in general, I mean, it's been kind of slow-ish, but stressful. You know, major moves. We're on the, you know, we're at the end of July, moving into August. Like this time is flying by, guys. November's can't get here fast enough. Just saying. Mm -hmm. I'm saying November can't get here fast enough. Um, there have been some massive developments. Which one do you want to take on first? Oh, let's go with unmarked bands. Well, you know, this was originally reported by protesters in Seattle. It was originally, mm -hmm. now it's been reported in Columbus and Cleveland. They're looking at St. Louis as the Federal Bureau of whatever. The Federal Bureau of Unmarked Cars and Black Ops locations. Yes. Um, taking and arresting protesters, or if you look like a protester, they don't like the way you look, whatever. Mm -hmm. Taking you into custody, which is a mixed bag there, because if it was me, I'd be beating the heck out of them, because I think I'm being kidnapped, because they're not identifying themselves in any way. Yeah, I think I'd be definitely resisting at that point because, hi. <laughs> no, not how that works, no. Not in this country. Like, well, not yeah. in this country until now. I mean, we well, haven't seen anything like this since. Well, now that's not entirely true. There have been like little rumored reports over time about such things occurring. Right. That, that in, in very limited situations highly limited situations highly you know this is a cia move this is not a federal agents move this is not a united states of american law enforcement move this is anything but a russian move yeah and i in my personal opinion mm -hmm. the governor of of oregon has jurisdiction over that area she should immediately order the federal agents out of Oregon and any other governor that is, has, should make it very clear. Federal agents are to leave that state immediately. And if they do not, then she needs to take the militia or the National Guard 
and have them arrested. Hmm. See, I don't know how that's going to work out because I think we're in a situation where governors can order that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that right now anyone's listening. Like, we have definitely been under a presidency mm-hmm. that has taken the concept of act first and settle it in court later. Uh huh. So it, I think that's where all this is going to end up. See, this is the thing. It doesn't need to be settled in court because this is a state rights issue. They are invading that state's jurisdiction and that state's rights. Right. The 10th and the 11th Amendment and violating the First Amendment. Well, yes. But, yeah. That's basically where we're at, Alexandria, is what the hay. Um, no, it's a very crazy time. And actually, you know, that, that's kind of been the recurring theme right now is mm-hmm. what the heck, um, because in other states, they're starting to suspend, um, uh, uh, due process. Yeah. As in they can detain protesters indefinitely because of COVID-19. Um, they're basically taking the approach that no, we don't have to honor your right to a speedy trial or to, you know, trying to get people um, in front of, for arraignment mm-hmm. um, in a timely fashion. Right. That, no, this isn't an issue. And see, at the same time, these protesters should be taking this to the Rights Commission uh, mm-hmm. with the UN and should be, pro- and I'm sorry. This government needs to be prosecuted under the same um, Armistice Act because they're violating it completely. Oh, yeah. And they're reopening schools. Yeah. Like, believe me, we're there. We're like, what the heck? Right. And we'll see on that one. Yeah. Well, and that is kind of an important note right now is that a lot of governors are basically having to ask his Trump for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a news article this week is that a governor was basically told to beg Trump, mm-hmm. beg him publicly, and you'll get what you need. If you don't want to do the, the, the above, um, then you will be enemy number one on his list. Well, and here's the thing, and I guess Anthony Cuomo has took over the job of being president. Or at least being the voice of reason at a time of crisis. Well, you know, Trump is flying all over to Mar-a-Lago and back and playing golf and twiddling his thumbs and forgetting his lines. Anthony Cuomo is hopping on a plane loaded with supplies and flying into a hot state of Georgia and going, all right. This is how we handle this. Mm -hmm. Here's my staff that are going to be tracing. Here's my testing supplies and testers. They're going to be heading out. Right. Ooh. Sorry, I was just reading Alexandria's comment. Um, Her concern is her district is opening in phases, and her classroom is one of the first to go back full time. Um, And she can't even go in right now and start organizing. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and I don't know what this is going to end up meaning for teachers. I'm hopeful. I'm really hopeful across this country um, that 
any efforts to reopen are going to end up being for naught. That what's ultimately going to happen is that, you know, intelligence prevails before we get to that point that we, we hit that moment of, we're not doing this. Like Mm -hmm. there's no way to safely do this. Mm -hmm. Like we cannot do this. And that needs to start happening. But our governors need to get fucking backbones. They run many countries. They have a lot more power than the president Mm -hmm. in the Constitution, in their state's constitutions. They need to start freaking using it. And if they don't, vote them out. Like justice, bye-bye, Bernie. Well, but in the meantime, I think we also have to recognize the collective power of teachers. Mm -hmm. You know, this may be uh, only stopped by a collective um, organized, unionized action. Yeah. Of, we're not doing this. And it has to be every single one. It has to be unified. And I don't think you're going to have a huge problem with that right now. I, I oh, think very few people. Hi, Brenda. That are not getting it. That are educators. Mm-hmm. I mean... <laughs> You know, more than likely, they're going to be on their deathbeds or wishing they were on their deathbeds uh, Mm -hmm. by the time school starts. Because if you're not getting this for a classroom situation, you're most likely not getting this and going to Walmart and without a mask. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping, as bad as this sounds, that, you know, Darwin wins and And your stupidity gets you sick and you actually get it hi joan um and cross your fingers that your union will back you it's a pick up the phone call your friend call the next one call the teacher across the hall call every number you got and say we're having a phone meeting yeah this is what we're gonna do yeah and if the union won't back us oh well we're teachers I still think they have a a good health and safety argument that at this point you're, you're effectively talking about a situation in which you're asking teachers to risk their health and safety. Mm -hmm. I I mean, it's pretty cut and dry. Like we, we have these conversations or these conversations have been had in terms of mine workers and mine health and safety. I don't see how they cannot occur in the uh, education sphere. Here's the different sphere of that. One, they go okay. to death. Two, different in, union, in teachers' unions versus UNWA. Teachers' unions trust their union people to negotiate the poor contracts they've had for years. Teachers' right. unions do not say, in general, no, that's a bad plan, Dan. We all come up with our own and we'll let you know what we're doing. Right. Well, but still, though, I think that collective power is there and I, I think we're going to see it flex. Yeah, I think it, the collective power is there, but you've got to be the voice. Someone's going to stand up and say, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm at, Melanie, is it's going to end up starting a strike. Um... In, yeah, shortage of PPE and is what Alexandria is saying. And in her classroom, they would have to wear full PPE. Yeah. How do you learn in that? 
you can't. That's been my how whole teaching that. How do how do you engage with students re meaningfully with that? I mean, right now, what we're seeing in healthcare with this is a lot of, and again, realize this is healthcare, not education, but healthcare. Um, that's not a, a normal appointment anymore. Like, no. it's nothing like a normal appointment. We basically um, end up with the inability to to really get into real healthcare because doctors are trying everything they can to stay as far away from you as possible. Mm -hmm. And that's with PPE. And meanwhile, you, you're sitting here thinking that in a classroom environment, you're going to manage 30, 40, 45, 50 kids. Like, because I know our classrooms are growing. Like, you're going to explain this to kindergartners? Like, I, I thought the biggest fight of kindergarten was keeping our hands to ourselves. Well, what I've... Keep your hands out of your nose. Mm -hmm. Keep your hands out of your mouth. Like, this is the problem that we end up with in terms of um, classrooms. Like, that's early education. Like, I don't get it. Um, <laughs> Alexandria is pointing out she will sweat out off the pounds. All right, let's go back up to Brenda real fast, get that addressed. Oh. Okay, and so Joan wants to ask, uh, birthday is 1228.66, is my youngest son going to be okay? Okay. <laughs> Mezcal and margarita bravery for both of us. Chen Chen. All right, so... I'm looking at both financial and things coming back into balance, being balanced out with the King of Cups and the Knight of Wands. In the end, yes, he'll be okay. Through the middle, it's going to be a little bit of a balancing storm between what he wants versus what he can deal with. He's just going to have to handle that out. Unfortunately, this is a growing life speed for him. Um, so you may feel like you're helpless and can't do anything. And you're right. You need to let it be. Let him learn this life skill. Okay. But yes. All right. So, and I'm totally with Sharon. And yes, there are online options throughout the state. There are online options everywhere. There is online classrooms. Yeah. Yeah. We need to dump, and I do mean dump this idea of this is how school's got to be because it isn't. Well, and that was kind of a point we had back as, you know, uh, earlier in the year is that, you know, that it's uncomfortable right now because it is new. It is different. And a lot of it, uh, and Joan says, thank you. Um, a lot of it is different and it's still, a lot of it had to be cobbled together kind of last minute. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure that a lot of educators went, okay, let's rework this. Like, what did I learn? You know, the epitome of education is, okay, so what did we do? What did we learn? How do we, you know, how can we improve? Um, right. You know, some of the biggest adopters, whether they realize it or not, of continuous improvement um, is education. 
Yeah. It's just a natural impulse in education to learn from your mistakes. Like you teach it all day long. Mm-hmm. Eventually you have to self-apply and go, okay, what, what did we do? What could we have done better? Mm-hmm. How could this have gone better? Right. Um, not to mention just the fact that if you're starting an entire year or an entire semester at least, with the, the concept you're going to be online, mm-hmm. um, you can only, like, that's where you're building from. Mm-hmm. So you, you have an understanding. Trying to, in the middle of everything, go, okay, how do I take my lesson plan and rework it mm-hmm. for an online class? And uh, I'm not throwing off on educators anywhere in the world right now. Um, they did their absolute best. And a lot of them turned around in a matter of minutes, um, seemingly, on uh, something that they had never even considered their careers involving. Mm-hmm. But shut up. That is true. A lot of those making the decisions for you have not been in your shoes. That is the biggest crux of all of it. And again, that's where you know the, the collective actions of teachers um, in the form of strike can, again, push that issue. To right. be like, look, we're not... You know, you're you're not us. You don't get it. You're not doing it. Listen to our to us. Well, not only that, but they should, in general. And parents are thinking that there isn't no options. They got to send their children back and all. Baloney. There are options. There have been options for years. And you can homeschool. You can private school. There's a meme circling right now calling for teachers to stop this. Well, and on the educational system and teach, you know, $50 a kid a week and make more. Right. Well, but on the other side of this, there's also the, the, the power of parents in this. Mm-hmm. Um, quite frankly, our, our truancy laws and our uh, social work system mm-hmm. are meant to punish bad parents for bad life choices. Mm-hmm. If you have the majority of a school or a majority of a county or the majority of a state students kept at home by their parents, mm-hmm. one, that's a truancy enforcement nightmare. Mm-hmm. Two, how are you going to make the legal argument Sorry. that these are not that these are parents who are not doing the best thing for their children in this given situation? Right. Like, Ultimately, when we talk about truancy and keeping kids home from school, we're usually talking about an abuse, neglect situation. Mm -hmm. But we're sitting here looking at there's a friggin pandemic and I think your plan is stupid and Mm -hmm. you're not protecting the health and safety of my child. Mm -hmm. There is no way I'm sending them to this school Mm -hmm. or any other school Right. right now. Right. Like, you need to give me an alternative here. Um, and that may be what also has to occur. It may be a two-pronged approach. Well, and that's what the approach has occurred in fa- in the counties that I regularly see information about. Mm-hmm. County, you have until August 15th to sign up for online total. Raleigh County, you have until 
August third, I believe it is, to sign up for online total. You have you you will do the online classes. You right. have to go to school. You don't have to be in the classroom. And I think that most districts are providing that. Yeah, they'll open. The doors will be open, but nobody's going to be there. Right. Or it's going to be very limited. It's going to be very different. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, but there are other, um, there is a lot of pressure on states to uh, uh, force this issue and not only open, but not offer those alternatives. Right. So, I, yeah, I'm really concerned about that. Personally, I'm really concerned about that. Right. I but there's already other alternatives out there. And Bessie yeah. DeRoss is already giving money out to private schools. For the COVID-19, by golly, you can take and move your child to an online school. Federal government has to pay for it. Okay. Either that or you write it off on your taxes, one of the two. That's the way it was before. Before, Betsy, there was that option always there. But the problem with, the problem with doing this in a uh, public education setting Mm -hmm. is that if you're having to do paid private education, there's a lot of people that can't even begin to afford that. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of private education institutions that this is like not paying your power bill. Mm -hmm. There, There's no grace period. No. There's no care or concern for the, the well-being of the student. Mm -hmm. Once the money stops, they're not a student. Right. Bye. Yeah. Get out my building. Mm -hmm. Don't care what happens to you. But it's not out my building. They're not in a building. Well, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Um, is, at the same time, the federal government still has to pay the bill. Well, but you're talking about or write it off on their taxes. And it's right. like a lot of people don't have that ability. What I'm saying is, if their income is above, I'm not even sure. I will say sixty thousand. Yeah. Well, and then there's also the internet issue, mm -hmm. which we've talked about in depth, and that is a large part of it. It is. Um, that is a massive part of it. Yeah, but. Um, and then we have a question. Yes. Let me know when you're ready for it. Or um, read the comment above it first. Uh, Melanie says that would be okay, but what about some of the homes that don't have internet for the children? There's a lot of kids that don't have internet um, at all, and the parents would use the money that the government gives the parents uh, in uh, instead of for their kids. Right. And that's... Um, that's mismanagement. Well, and that's maybe in the, that may end up in a situation where perhaps we have to change what all LEAP pays for. Right. That effectively, it, right now we do have a federal program that is used to paying power and other utilities. Um, if that can be expanded to include Mm -hmm. um, payments for at least basic internet right? Um, and can be managed and we can get cable companies, ISPs, 
um, specifically uh, as a category, cable companies and phone companies, to apply that money appropriately and do it the way it's supposed to be done, we may be able um, to work it that way, that that may have to be a serious consideration. Yeah. Because that removes the money from the parents' hands. Mm-hmm. It does put the a, a little bit of onus on the providers. Um, but ultimately, um, it should be at least available for nine months. And that given the situation, you want to talk about a beautiful tax write-off that everyone would support for businesses, for ISPs, mm-hmm. um, offering a, a, so to speak, a student special mm-hmm. that, you know, for the parent side of it fits in with whatever, you know, they're given for a nine-month period. Um, and then writing off the actual cost of services I don't think anyone's going to have a problem with. Well, I don't think they that would be the one time in which a corporate write-off of you know a charity of 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 in-kind services that would be one that I could totally get behind. Well, and then the other thing, and this is what I've seen with uh, um, Sudlink. But I think AT&T would be better equipped with this to send out jetpacks. We have the cell phone program running already through them through AT&T, the Lifeline program. All they got to do is turn on their jetpack feature. Well, here's the problem we run into, though, is a lot of cellular networks are already congested. And a lot of the areas that don't have home Internet currently, at least service-wise... As in, it's an option, they just don't have it. Um, For those areas, those are also typically low penetration for um, cellular networks, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially for high-speed data. What you, at best, end up with is, yeah, there's a cell phone tower, and it might support 2G. Mm-hmm. Which means you're at best looking at slightly better than dial-up, which mm-hmm. means you're still not looking at being able to do a Zoom session. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to hold out. You're going to be crackled, garbled, and distorted. And you can still dial into Zoom. You can still record Zoom. You can still drive up to buy the school and download that day's work and upload your work. Mm-hmm. It's a question of if you want to make it work or if you want to find problems with it. It's not with finding problems or fault finding. It is also looking at this may not be just as simple. Is mm-hmm. that we may still have to have a component of in-classroom. Mm-hmm. But that needs to be a worst-case scenario alternative. Yes. Um, that effectively you're using that school not as a classroom, typical classroom experience, but as an effectively a uh, cyber cafe. Mm-hmm. And even then, I think that's going to be seriously considered by age range. Well, not only that, but I think it has to be seriously considered by parking lot size. Well, yeah. All right, let's take the first one and then we got the second one. All righty. The first one is from Asbury, uh, 122573. My friend Chris wants to know if his health will be all right. 
Yeah, but he's going to have maintenance issues. Is that issues maintaining health or meaning that he's going to have like diabetes, heart problems, that type of thing. But overall health will be okay. Okay. Alrighty. And from Valerie. Mm -hmm. Um, one five nineteen seventy. Time frame for a new job. Looking at it, I think that I'd say two months, but I think that the winter is going to kind of stretch you out and aggravate you with this new job. Yeah, you're going to be stressed out. You think the job's going to suck until you get into the summer of next year. And it's like, oh, well, duh, this is what the job's about. Okay. Okay. That's a painful job experience. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's an adaptation. It's more of a hang in there. It's it's not going to feel like your dream job, dream job but it will get better. Right. And it don't be new, and change is always unavailable. All right. So I got sent this, and I had seen this, and one of my students even brought it up. Apparently, maybe <laughs> TikTok witches decided they were going to hex the thing. Talk witch, talk witch. Sorry. Uh, it sounds too much like Woodstock. I can't help it. I have to chant it every time. I know. You're very welcome, Valerie. Um, that they were going to hex the fae, hex the moon, and now they're working on hexing the sun. Well, now they've pissed off the sun, technically. Technically, um, they've pissed it all off. Yeah. But let me break it down to you. When beings are bigger than you or can turn you into a pile of ash, you don't hex them. Because then you're just kind of that annoying aggravative mosquito in general or lego in the floor yeah if you're big enough you're a lego in the foot well and it sounds like this is a pretty large group yeah of like little baby witch talk witches again and i really want to lay this at um raymond buckland's feet because he's the one that should have seen this problem coming okay He's the one that started the self-study, self-initiation, self-dedication. Okay. There's a problem. These little baby witches haven't done the base studies, haven't done their research. Do not understand what they're messing with. They also do not understand what they're doing. Okay. Witchcraft is not an easy bake oven. okay at all and they've just basically annoyed everything so this is what's going to happen in their lives things are going to come up missing electronical pieces are going to die the little tiktok phone they're sitting there yang, 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 yang on yeah i wouldn't be surprised if that don't blow up um 
and then they're going to have problems with sleep and emotions and emotional disturbances. And probably in about two years, we're going to hear that all of them ran back to the church because witchcraft is devil worship and terrible and yada, yada, yada. No. You just fucked up. <laughs> you didn't do your homework. Um, and you've now pissed off three cosmic beings, at least one additional race. I'm quite sure you've pissed off some of us old ones going, hmm, yeah, this is what Gerald Gardner taught the rule of three. Yeah, this is what, you know, there is that do no harm rule. This is why there are places. And this just makes us look like fools. Mm -hmm. And Marty, real quick, if you can drop a date of birth in there for yourself, that would be great. We can get to your question when we finish this topic. Yeah. So as we see this, as we see witches cursing three and a half men's dude, or we see witches being stupid, mm -hmm. please do not feed the stupid. We have enough stupid out there. We have anti-maskers, anti-vaxxers. We have stupid running around in our own community going, oh, well, you know, this. No, it's not. You know your shit. Go back to your studies. We have seen the plague before. We have seen this bullcrap before. And we have seen children running around playing with guns. And we know what happens not only to the families of them, but to the children themselves. When they're not taught responsible gun ownership, we have idiots, you know, like the ones in St. Louis that I am glad they have charges against them. Hopefully that DA will stand up and enforce those charges because she's getting a lot of backlash. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's take a question. All righty. Well, I was just going to say real fast is, you know, hex responsibly. Exactly. And <laughs> so Marty Owens, March 30th, 1984. Um, I'm worried about my finances. Can you do my reading? Just want to know if everything is going to be okay with finances. Sure. Birthday. Already got it. 3384. Thank you. Got to make happy. I, I did. Okay. Actually, Marty, you're going good on finances. You're getting ready to go through some changes, which I understand the aggravation there. But you've always had the ability to stretch a dollar and make Lincoln squeal. Um, right now, you have some new financial opportunities that will be popping up out of the blue. With those financial opportunities, they're going to be longstanding, but they're tied to your emotions. You need to be watchful of that. I do feel, Marty, that you'll be fine <coughs> probably in three months. But I also felt like you need to be watching for opportunities starting to fall right in your lap. Because you ain't looking for them. Okay. Okay. All right. Good deal. Wow, we are, like, cooking through this show. It's only, like, 35 minutes in, and, like, are, do, are we out of topics yet? I'm not out of topics. You, oh. We're still waiting for the atheist view on this hexing. I, uh, 
I don't know. I like I'm trying to understand if like this is just like the witch talk phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Sort of like the movie The Craft or Charmed like did a resurgence of interest in, you know, witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Um is this like the next wave? Um that that's kind of pulling people in, but it's doing it in like a really weird way. Like it's it almost sounds like the Tide Pod challenge. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of level of like, really? Like that's what you're gonna do there? Like, you know, it, it's it does sound very easy bake oven-y kind of right. like let's all get together and do the same thing at the same time in the same way and we'll make a video about how to do it. Well, and that might be it, but at the same time, the real greatest effects aren't going to affect the universe. The moon doesn't care. It's a mosquito. Go away. Yeah. They, however, they are barbaric. They do not carry human morals, human ideals, human ideas of carrying things on. And Well, now we have to do love and light. Bullshit. They will whop you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, and I do know that some of the stuff we were reading, a lot of people were concerned as to whether that was going to, like, create other, like, issues. Because I know we've had the conversation recently that we are in this weird time Mm -hmm. um, in terms of, like, this is in retrograde and that's in retrograde and this is all conjuncting and blah, 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 blah. And it's like a list of stuff that happened in June. Mm-hmm. Um, is it also maybe like showing up for people more or that people are feeling that way more? Um, just because we are coming out of June and we are now in July and all this other stuff is like got some baggage with that. Feel that is, but I feel more so it is as we're looking for a reason why. We're looking for someone to blame for the insanity. And this is what people do with Mercury. Mm-hmm. Poor Mercury gets told all the time that he's a problem child. Not for me. Uh, <laughs> I thought you had how to work Mercury. Um, clear the schedule. Batten the hatches. <laughs> stock up the bag. But... There's a lot of people that do not understand that what they put out returns to them threefold, returns to them sevenfold if they're Romanian, if they're of the Romney tradition. It returns. So, is it affecting everybody? Just a little. Uh, is it going to massively aggravate everybody like some of these postings are saying? No. That would be like you setting off a firework and someone in China going, oh, there's pretty fireworks. Doesn't work that way. Uh, Melanie, I think we'll be happy to take that as a question. Yes. Um, But we do need a question. He does not do general readings. So what's your question? And we'll get back to that in just a few minutes. No. But no, I I don't know. I think everyone is looking for something to blame, some great catastrophic disaster of epic proportions that isn't simple human stupidity. Well, there's a lot to blame for this. But this, first of all, we have to understand a few things. 
on the plate that's going on, it comes around every 100 to 125 years. Mm -hmm. Back in history, 1918, 1717, boom, 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 all the way back until probably the Black Plague. This commonly occurs when forces are being deforestized. Hmm. Who's been doing that? Building fake cities, going into jungles they don't belong in. Well, and as a general like world problem, um, we, we're kind of at this point in our, our timeline, again, reaping what we've sown. Um, if you look at the you know industrial era and into the early 1900s, there was a lot of exploitation of children, a lot of exploitation of labor in general, and we are kind of right back there. We hit the end of the uh, like from the 1980s mm-hmm. um, to now, we've done the same things just in different ways um you know we're exploiting you know we're creating wage slavery um Mm -hmm. while we're also creating um this kind of uh salary abuse right and And we're yeah we're creating micromanaging climates that harm employees and do not do good for humans like it's just too much so Melanie would like to know if her health will be okay. Her date of birth is twelve twelve eighty nine. Okay. And sorry, Christopher, I we were waiting for Melanie's to come back in, so we will get to yours very next. All right, Melanie, let's take a look at that health. All right. I think there may be a scare or an issue that causes you to change your lifestyle. Um, And the reason I say that is I get the tower reversed and the um, six of wands, which is the prodigal son returning. So that tied together, there may be an issue that pops up. It isn't big because it does cause you to make things a lot more simpler with the six of cups. Flip this light. There we go. With the Six of Cups showing up, and you found out it comes the full. So, yes, you may have health issues, and it will be okay, but you will have to change your lifestyle. That may be your eating, your diet, your exercise, something within there you're going to have to switch up. All right. Well, and for the non-tarot people, so the full is always the start of a new journey. Yep. Yeah. So, effectively, what you're being told is you're you're – uh, you're you're being rerouted to do new things. Yes. Make make good choices. Yeah. Um. So alrighty. If anyone's seen the movie, that's hilarious. But anyway. So Christopher twelve twenty five seventy three. Um. Will I always be a warrior or a soldier? Let me take a look here, Christopher. I don't feel you'll always be a warrior or a soldier. Looking at it, I think that you're really more meant to be an explorer. 
uh, with the page of one, I mean, the Knight of Wands popping up with the Four of Swords, that tells me that you're right now looking at your goals and where you're headed. You're trying to find something new to do. I also feel like that your relationship will greatly influence that, and you'll end up working on some type of finance or dealing with money um, when you're done with this. But no, you will not always be a soldier. Okay. All right. So it sounds like that might be one of those things where it's like take what you're doing now and what you're learning from now and kind of look at different ways to use that to explore. Exactly. Involving finance. So like what emerging markets, emerging markets, um, dialects, communities, communications, um, mm -hmm. all those things come into play. All right. So did uh, you do your Ipsy box yet? I have not did my Ipsy box unboxing yet, and here is why. My office, I can cook a lasagna in. It is about 103 degrees in there, according to the thermostat that's in there for the room. That is not bare comfortable temperature. That, we actually know that's called unbearable. Yes, it's been unbearable. So I've moved to my remote working stations. Um, that we have throughout the house, and we just now set this one up to film. So, yes, Epsi will be coming out. I'm hoping I can do it Thursday. Um, I also have two decks to review. So you may get a really long broadcast. Yeah, or a bunch of new content all at once in the yep. form of multiple videos. Um, okay. Um, so now we have Joan and I think she's asking for Brenda. Y'all are making, y'all are having too much fun. Um, so hey, I'm two, liking a watch party. Hey, it's cool. Uh, 2263, Brenda wants to know when she'll find her two husbands. At the same time? Or are you looking for like, like you've already had the one for love and that's not working out. So now you're, or, you know. Now you're looking for the money one and the uh, fun one. Just curious. That's just me. That's me being horrible. Hey, Mika. <laughs> and Brenda says... <laughs> okay. So I'm going to do this gracefully. <laughs> First one's up the three of cups, meaning she's already having a good time. Okay. Secondly, she ain't looking for two. I personally don't even think she's looking for one. Because we have the nine, lady of the nine of pentacles and the two of wands here. It's kind of like... Forget this. I'll just flip through my garden and enjoy my time. And if I want to, I'll go travel. Oh, Brenda said, no, I always said I was having two. Uh-huh. Oh. Final outcome card is the Five of Cups. So, as far as your two husbands, I think it's going to be a little while. Okay. I think that if you do get two, they come really weirdly. Like one is like a brother to the other, and you get involved with him, and the brother comes around sneaking around and gets a divorce. Okay. All righty. But as you know, I say have fun with it. Just be honest. 
there you go. So no, I like we're we're not opposed to that for many reasons, but um, no, I was just curious if like you were doing the you know like the like the three husband thing, mm-hmm. you know, the the marry for love, marry for money, and then marry for fun. Um, it, like and you were already one down, so you know two to go. Right. Some people have that life ambition. I'm cool with that. Right. Like, enjoy, have fun. It's great. Mm-hmm. And sorry, guys, we know you're getting a little bit of an echo. Um, unfortunately, there is nowhere in this house without a closed door. And um, if you didn't notice in the last few minutes, the dog has stormed the alternative workspace. <laughs> yeah. um, but that's okay. And we'll be fixing that in a moment. I've already alerted the assistant. I have to all ring these bell that's over there on the nightstand. There we go. Um, but no, relationships in themselves will naturally form. And I think this is part of the human condition that we're looking at here. And we haven't really talked about relationships outside of what Hollywood and dogmatic religion programs us to have. Um, relationships take many forms. There are some husbands that are just fabulous and they're great and they do their thing. And then after a while, it's kind of like, yeah, he lives here. God, I wish you'd get another bed. Um, okay. I think we should give, uh, uh, Brenda one more to ask on behalf of Joan. Cause I, I, I think Brenda did a, a, like, nice one for for joan there uh-huh. and then well joan mm-hmm. take the screen pardon oh all right so i'm gonna be taking over while he closes the door just a few minutes um so yes no we're gonna get we're gonna give brenda one more question if she wants to ask it joan gird your loins we cannot wait. <laughs> there we go. I'm back. There Sorry. we go. And to close the door. That was just driving me bonkers. You're yeah. about seven seconds delayed, and I'm already hearing you five seconds beforehand. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yes, I was just going over with everyone that we were giving uh, uh, Brenda one more question. Of course. For anybody's questions, just put them into the chat. We'll get to them. I don't do this one question only. No, sorry. If you you know, take turns, but if you got 10, you got 10. Yeah. But no, yeah, we like, we never want anyone to monopolize, of course, um, and get into a full reading exactly. Right. Yeah, no, like this is one. It's like, yeah, I'm just seeing. Oh, Brenda's being nice. We know Brenda's nice. So, uh, will she find her true love? Now, hold on. I got to ask, is Joan currently married? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a very bosom buddy relationship here. And when I say that, I mean in, in terms of the musical name. Um, <laughs> hey, Joan, when are you planning a vacation or a trip? 
It's supposed to be relaxing and bringing you back to life. Because, honey, that was your final. The lovers and um, temperance. So, Willa, well, I hope she wasn't planning to do that on a cruise after she goes on vacation. Well, there you go. Or travel somewhere. Okay, and Chris is kind of re-asking his question a little bit, or restating it. Um, do we uh, more so? Um, will I always fight for my friends and family as a soldier or warrior? Yeah, I, think, I just had to have fun with that. But I don't think it's the soldier and warrior definition that you're using here. Um, it's more so you always have an ethical compass. And that's what you're trying to speak of there. It's not the warrior or soldier energy. It's just having that ethical compass. Okay. But yes. No, yeah. sorry, Brenda. I did have to play with that a little bit and go, is this one of those fun questions where it's like, <laughs> sorry. But, so I kind of shared what's been on my newsfeed. What's been on your newsfeed? Oh, my gosh. I don't think I've gotten much of a chance to stop um, and really get into anything too deep. Um, I know that, and probably ought to save for Mountain Bears, but I know that right now a lot of people are looking at, like, say, Peacock, um, because NBC has released the ability to watch a lot of their content for free, mm -hmm. like, absolutely free, no credit card, just sign up, like, email password, done. Um, and so just today I finalized a setup for someone, um, with a fire stick, okay. which we can post the link to that. If you're interested in Peacock on fire stick, um, currently Amazon and NBC are locked into a kind of fierce battle mm -hmm. over the split percentages on advertising revenue. Um, so right now, Amazon is not actually allowing that uh, to go, the, the Peacock app, to be available in their marketplace, in their little app store. Um, but um, because your Fire Stick and Fire TV, uh, basically your all Fire TV devices, um, plus anything else that Amazon has released, like their tablets and stuff, are at their core um, Android devices. So these are just Android apps um, that are being added to your um, uh, Amazon devices. And so ultimately you can sideload it and we can post some information about that. It's actually pretty quick and easy. It shouldn't take more than 20 or 30 minutes. Right, and yeah. you know, there's something you were telling me about or maybe I directed you to ask about it, oh. uh, was the Pandora. Because we are a Pandora house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anyone else is there, but is anyone starting to wonder what the hell am I paying for with this? Because here's my thing. 
Pandora Free does the whole, like, you have to listen to commercials and yada, yada, yada. But what I'm running into is we are paid account premium family household. We're paying for this. Um, and what I'm running into is I'm getting stuck in radio stations. Like, mm -hmm. I ask for a song. I ask for a specific song. I'm throwing the artist in there. I cannot find a way to make Pandora at this point play the fucking song. Mm -hmm. Like, I am struggling with this. And it's like, hi, I'm IT and I can't make this thing do what I want it to. I'm getting ticked. Because I'm like, this this is not cheap. Right. And I thought that's what I was paying for. Well, avoid ads, to have more song access, to have more direct content. And mm -hmm. it seems like we're now getting stuck in the licensing trap. And if you're not familiar with that, that's when you cannot skip a song due to licensing. Mm -hmm. So you get stuck listening to garbage. And I do mean garbage because every time I've run into this, it's on a song no one wants to hear. Right. Like, this is like the scraping the bottom barrel of mm -hmm. artist and artist catalogs. Like this is like the B sides of B sides. Well, no no one cares. Little free one. Um, yeah. I'm really debating about going back to Google Music. I'm starting to wonder. Well, no, that's the problem we ran into was wasn't that incompatible? Oh wait, Android Auto. Yes, we can, but then we can't with hers. Yeah, like Pandora was the compromise because we were running into so many problems with Amazon Music mm -hmm. on Android Auto is it wouldn't work right. Right. Like that's been the biggest like thing right now is we cannot like Amazon and Google and a lot of other little tech companies are starting to lock heads and it's just creating a shit experience for consumers that don't want to sit here and pay for the same service multiple times over. Like mm -hmm. I can't in my head justify having Google music for the car, you know, Amazon music for the house. And it's like, I, I, I'm starting to push to that point of, okay, what are we doing here? Like, you know, I'm getting really, really fed up. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm about to Google the house. Well, that's not easy. That's not a big deal. We can Google the house anytime you want. Well, just for the simplicity. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we've tried Spotify. I can't even remember what the problem was with that. I think it was the cost and that we would have to have individual accounts. Yeah, we need to look at them again. We need to look at all the services. Like if Spotify went family plan, we may do that again. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, and as far as if we find another deal, we may Google the house because it'll work with the phones, it'll work with the computers, it'll work with the car. Where's my problem? Okay, and you have another question. Actually, I got two. Oh. Okay, I missed the second one. Uh, Chris, back again. Oh. Um, all right, so let's start with Melanie because she was first, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, so blah blah blah. 
All right. Uh, will me and my husband ever have a honeymoon? We have been married for a year now and still haven't been able to go. Will we be able to travel? Oops. Something fell out. Ah, interesting. I do feel like you do, but it's after he takes on a new job. Because right now you guys are just kind of hanging on trying to get things to go forward. He takes on this new job with the combining of the night and the cups here. And that allows the travel that you're wanting. So, yeah, you'll be able to get a honeymoon, but it's not until he changes jobs. All right. Next one up. All right. Next one up is Chris. And he asks, will I ever see my kids again? That's a really painful question. It is. It's a difficult one. And to be answering it very hardly, yeah. Unfortunately, it'll be when they're older. Oh, dear. Okay. Okay. I'm not the answer everyone wants to hear, but that's the answer you're given. Yep. I don't sugarcoat things. Sorry, I'm not yep. um, um, Krispy Kreme. Hey. Stop talking bad about Krispy Kreme. What? That's been my most liked uh, picture so far. <laughs> I know it. But still, Krispy Kreme is amazing, and you should not take the name of Krispy Kreme in vain. Yeah. But speaking of things, I did get a job promotion this week. You did. It was awesome. You are so excited. Yeah. And, Which, now, and it's a good thing. It's, it's, a, a, it's a really great thing. Yeah. I'm now an ambassador for Keen.com, which means I'll be helping them work on some issues and going. And, you know, this is how life repeats itself a lot of times is now I'm going to the negotiation tables for the as for the advisors. Oh, yeah. Um, which is a lot of meetings, a lot of who. But I'm like, OK, did I just like walk back 20 years? Well, but some of it is also like some things come together at weird points in your life. Like, you know what? Like, and I know we've kind of sort of had this conversation before is sometimes you don't really know how things are going to work together until all of a sudden they all like stitch together. Exactly. You know um, what I mean? It's like sometimes you just get pulled in a direction and then it all works out. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, we're back doing the things we've done 20 years ago. Wonderful. But by the way, if you haven't been to Keem.com, you can go to Keem.com. Um, you can search Ace and Nine. I'm there. If you've not had a paid reading with me before on their network, you get three free minutes. Um, that's one of the fun little things about them. Um, and then they have some other specials for new clients. So if you aren't can't get me during appointment times, you can definitely get me over there because they now are on my website as my call buttons too for on-demand services. Yes. And yeah. just because I wasn't paying attention earlier, hi sis. Um, the uh, what about Spotify question was for my sister guys. Hi. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, I, I have a bad habit of reading comments, Uh huh. but I don't necessarily read the names unless it's a question and that I'm bad. I know you. You're getting there. You're doing fine, Vina. You're doing real fine. Just to keep turning in the E's. Turning in the what? The E's. It's an old Pat Sajak's line from when he was trying to get, uh, 
Vanna had messed up turning a letter back when they were actual letters. Not just hey, it's not all Vanna's fault. If they light up the wrong space, it they lit up the wrong space, you know? Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Like, come on. Like, that woman has the hardest part, the hardest job on the show. Actually, she does, but at the same time, she has made it effortlessly. Mm-hmm. You know, she's into post-production. She does a lot of things. Um, you know, and a lot of people just want to play her off, but she actually does a lot of work. Um, but also wanted to, you know, talking about things and things that have popped up and we've talked about this week. What are some of the other things you're seeing going on in the tech world? Right now, I think the biggest one that I'm seeing um, I think a lot of companies are starting to move into a desperate place. Um, I'm also starting to see that a lot of small businesses are having to embrace a lot of new things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's, I know it's been stressful for a lot of people. Um, I, I think our small businesses are doing really great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that a lot of them had never, like a lot of restaurants that never delivered are starting to deliver. A lot of restaurants that didn't do a whole lot of over the phone orders, that's their business now. Right. Um, and I think a lot of businesses or a lot of restaurants in particular are maybe starting to rethink some things. Like they had kind of put off the online ordering and thought that, you know, in person was going to be the the ticket. Um, And then this is really changing a lot of things for for a lot of businesses. Um, And it looks like a lot of employees are getting really frustrated. Mm -hmm. Um, And because this is a lot right now. Right. Um, and I've ended up having that conversation professionally with someone who's like, I don't know how to do all this. Right. Like, I'm not like this is so out of my comfort zone. I'm kind of stuck in a in a way um, that like the job I was hired to do right now, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like as it would normally be done. Um, And so I'm kind of in this weird, like you still expect me to do my job, but I can't do my job. But you like, you know, everyone's kind of, there's a lot of people stuck in this weird middle place. Right. That, you know, if like, for instance, your job involves like going to meetings um, as a representative, you can't do that right now. Most of these meetings are being canceled. Most of these groups aren't meeting. Right. Um, so what do you do now? Well, a lot of it is refocusing and, you know, um, and redefining things like meetings. Meetings, a lot of meetings are useless. Like, I'm sorry, you do not need two hours to debate what your company is going to do for the next month. That would be clarify. I should clarify. These are not like corporate meetings. Mm -hmm. These are governmental. 
Um, you know, city council and commissions and coalitions and groups and, um, you know, that kind of public meeting. Um, And it looks like a lot of city government has just been like, no, we ain't doing this. Right. Well, they're very much trying not to, especially small, local, like, usually put everyone in one tiny room. Right. They're going, nah, we're good right now. <laughs> like, no, no, let's avoid the public meeting. Public meeting, bad. Right. And I think that that's going to be a change back to probably pre-Victorian times when every home had an office. Well, there is a large part of that. I've, and I think that we've kind of been moving away from that. Um, as in, like, if, if you look back, um, traditionally, when you were looking at a basic home plan, um, there was generally something devoted towards an office space. Now, in some homes, that was like a den or a study. Mm-hmm. Um, or in some homes, if you were in smaller homes, common furniture of different periods um, was the secretary concept this great big giant organized place where you know it was the center of correspondence it was the center of paying bills like this was your you know kind of fold up office Mm -hmm. that you could easily open up and do your stuff right um and uh yeah we definitely moved away from that um we mobile technology has done a lot for us um, but it's also done some bad things. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are both guilty of some very bad tech habits, right. um, some very bad work habits mm-hmm. um, in terms of space and, you know, trying to work from bad or trying to work at on surfaces that aren't meant for that. Well, I'm very much not a work from bed person. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of got used to it in college just uh-huh. because those chairs couldn't have been worse if they tried. Yeah. Like I like I was more comfortable in bed, but I would also say argue that, you know, this is part of a long list of con- contributing factors mm-hmm. um, to some of my back and neck issues that, you know, I spent a lot of time in working in non-ergonomic situations. Like that is the biggest plus for the modern workplace um, is that we paid attention to uh, repetitive stress injuries and um, kind of started to at least try to alleviate that um or at least take that a little into consideration in the modern workplace that we're at least offering something Mm -hmm. Uh, and these and this being for cube and desk workers um you know your your sort of non-blue collar non-manual labor um we started to improve the workplace um not that that was its own perfect environment Mm-hmm. But we didn't carry those things home with us. Right. We didn't think about those for our houses. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of proliferated a lot of technology into the home without necessarily paying attention to, okay, what am I doing? How am I sitting? How I'm like, 
I may be comfortable, but am I actually doing good by my body? Right. So and I think we're going to end up seeing a lot of new forms of injury. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so to speak, your 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 COVID scars um, from working at home um, may come from just having a poorly set up workspace. Right. And it's important to have multiple workspaces in a home. Because I promise you, if you're like me, you wake up and you get your coffee and the first thing you're in front of is a laptop or now a cell phone. It used yeah. to be the desk. Um, you have to take and figure out, okay, what am I processing? Why am I processing it? What's the quickest way to process it? You also have to get tired of those four walls. Or mm-hmm. like my office is terrible in February, and then it's terrible in apparently July and August. Yes. Well, but we are also in a massive heat wave. Yeah. Like, this isn't normal West Virginia weather. Like, this is more like North Carolina weather right now, like, to be honest. Like, we're quickly approaching, like, a normal North Carolina day. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the amount of heat, the only thing we're missing is a little additional humidity. Right. Like, I'm not totally oppressed by air yet. And I mean that in terms of like that moment when you walk out the front door or out of any door into to the world and you're just immediately strangled. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that more North Carolina weather. Like when right. I talk about being oppressed by air, I'm talking about that you walk out a door and you're strangled. Right. Like blast of steam up. You can't, you literally cannot breathe. Mm-hmm. Like, it hurt, like, it becomes a struggle to move, to stand. You get dizzy and lightheaded. Right. Um, or at least that was my North Carolina experience. I really didn't have a lot of that, of course. I was a night North Carolinian. Um, well, fair enough. You know, I didn't live during the day, ever. Well, like, I struggled when I first moved to North Carolina. Like, that first, like, summer after high school, mm-hmm. I really struggled. I was not prepared. Um, mentally, I was not prepared. I had my little tiny car mm-hmm. and no air conditioning because this was a base, base model Ford Festiva. Um, it had one mirror and a rear view, no side mirror for the passenger side. Mm-hmm. AM, FM, no cassette. Um, we had we upgraded that, of course, but I mean, basic, basic transportation. Um, and I'm running around in June, mm-hmm. um, trying to go drop off job applications. So I'm going from the hot ass car which is no different than what outside was into a building that is air conditioned and either getting an application or filling one out and then getting right back in the car and running around again. And like, I think it was like day two, I hit like noon and I was like, that's it. I'm going to die. Like, that's it. Like I, 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 I can't do anything. Right. Um, and so, um, my other sister and I had to have a long conversation about, um, yeah. So welcome to summer in North Carolina. You don't do anything between noon and four. Mm -hmm. 
that's it. You just do nothing. You right. don't move. You don't go anywhere. You don't try to do anything. Right. Um, because you will end up having a heat stroke. Exactly. Um, and, you know, there are some other important things to remember. This is summer in West Virginia. Mm -hmm. There are a lot more headaches. There are a lot more sinus congestion problems here because we get pollinated with everything. Please, oh, yeah. drinking your water. Yes, water is majorly important. You need to at least have, on average, a gallon a day or a six-pack. For six-pack mm -hmm. bottles, does add up to about a gallon. Um, you also need to be sure to be eating salt if you are outside. Outside activities should be reserved for later in the afternoon or early morning. That's why I've moved to um, sunrise, sunrise, gar sun, you know, sunrise gardening or really late night gardening. And this is something that we naturally do as a species. If you get hot, you normally want to go to sleep. Yep. Well, and we have been doing a lot more day sleeping. Yes. Um, just because love our air conditioning and outside of this specific amount of heat um, usually serves us fine. Um, but right now we're like literally at the point of close off your office and even then the ACs are kind of struggling. I was really surprised about the difference though. Oh yeah. It did an amazing Having my office versus closing it. Yeah. 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 If we keep your office closed, that drops the house by a good, what, seven, eight degrees? Oh, good nine. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're not at a full 10, but we're, it makes a tremendous difference. And when you're talking about, like, at current, just to give you guys an idea, it is 11.09 p.m. and the thermometer in the kitchen says 85 indoors. Right. It's not even reading outdoors. Oh, no, it is. No, no, it isn't. Never mind. No, it isn't. Um, it goes to the 99, dear. Yeah. Yeah, it's struggling. Yeah. It's struggling. Yeah. But, yeah, no. We're, we're doing what we can here. Well, and um, I think also, and this is kind of a topic that I saw in local news here, um, mm -hmm. they're now going to be putting in solar a solar farm in Beckley. I think it's a fabulous idea. And I think the UNWA should line up the miners that haven't worked and say, hire them. Yeah, minus the fact that, um, you know, friends of coal mm -hmm. um, typically have made it their mission to be as anti-green energy, which is what solar is, mm -hmm. um, as humanly possible. Right. So, like, if nothing else, in service of this, you know, the, of a coal agenda, mm -hmm. of, you know, all coal all the time, this is going to bring back jobs. Um, this will bring back jobs in your stable economy and your middle class life. Um, there's been a very huge push in West Virginia to be anti-clean energy. Right. So, I'm really surprised that... Raleigh County is getting the solar farm. But I think if they are, then by golly, let's start moving our workers over. This is how we embrace it, keep mm -hmm. benefits, and are able to build off of it. Yeah. Well, and, but then I was seeing another thing uh, here recently that of 
Um, apparently in West Virginia, there is now also um, a at least one group um, offering to do solar panel installation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sitting there going, I don't know how that's going to work out. Um, if anyone gets interested in that, I will say um, there are lots of horror stories out there. Um, so not every company is the same. Right. Um, some companies will lock you into this weird, weird contract that effectively you can't get out of. You are stuck with the solar panels. It's there's no exit strategy. Um, and it can, in some cases, end up costing you a lot of money. Well, and that's why it's more so when I look at it, I want to do it outright. Like, I want to own my solar panels. I want to pay the contractor to put them in. I want to have own my own diverter box. I want to own, like, I want to own it. I don't want someone else owning it. And I think that's a big problem. But I think that it's a great option here in West Virginia. And Sharon, all I say is they better have good eyeshadow if they want to give me stink eye because I will grade them. Well, there you go. Um, but no, that's been a big problem, especially here in West Virginia. We are so, so many people are locked into this coal is coming back. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, let's just assume for a moment. Let's assume for a moment that, you know, we just shut down every uh, nuclear, hydroelectric, solar, wind powered system in the U.S. And we go all in on coal you do catch the fact that in the last 50 years, the amount of mechanization of mining mm-hmm. means you don't really have a job to go back to. Right. Like these are functions that equipment will go into mm-hmm. that at most you're going in as a, as equipment maintenance. Mm-hmm. Like that's, sort of where coal mining is now. Like, this is not a heavily labor thing. Like, or labor has been tremendously reduced. Let me put it that way. Labor has been tremendously reduced. um, And the labor they are hiring is more skilled than before. Right. You know, this isn't takes a high school dropout and dump them towards, you know, here's your, you know, go do it. Um, you'll figure it out or you'll die, pick one, um, sort of employment anymore. This mm-hmm. is a more skilled thing because you're dealing with equipment, more importantly, heavy equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not just, you know, showing up and using your physicality um, to work. All right. But if we transfer it, I mean, we've got land that has been decimated by surface mining. Mm-hmm. Turn it into solar things. Uh, Mount Storm is a nuclear power plant. It's been doing wonderful. We have wind turbines. All my God, we're on the mountains. Wind is constant, except in the middle of July, apparently. But there is always a stream of wind. We get a lot of wind in West Virginia. These things are not only what we need to embrace, but they'll be profitable. Mm-hmm. And that's half the problem, because they don't want to look at the profitability. 
Well, moreover, they are, but they're looking at it from the past. Mm -hmm. Like at, at the heyday of mining, mm -hmm. in which, you know, this was comparatively the mm -hmm. best employment around. Right. You were making good, good money um, working in the mines. Right. You know, and in a lot of cases, you know, bang for your buck. Like you could go straight out of high school and get a really good job, a really good paying job. And over time, the benefits mm -hmm. were going to really be phenomenal. Um, that's not the case anymore. And if you haven't been paying attention, which I think a lot of people that are still in this friends of coal camp, um, coal camp, um, but the, the people that are still in that camp, aren't catching are the number of companies of, of, of coal companies that are effectively right now abandoning their employees. Mm -hmm. They're moving all of their liabilities into a company with no assets, mm -hmm. filing for bankruptcy and dumping their pensions and their benefits responsibility back on UMWA. Right. So they're carrying up the agreements that they made with these employees. Right. That's why I think UMWA should be right there at the table negotiating that that solar plant is UMWA. Mm hmm And they will help them get the workers. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we would be doing as a smart, progressive step. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't either. I, I don't. I, 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 think I think there's just too much of a mystique to coal mining. Mm -hmm. but it, is, it is so steeped into this area. Um, I, I don't think you can get the coal stains out. It's just implanted in your head from an early, early age um, through multiple generations. And hi, I, mining in our family, it's a thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we there were coal miners in our family. My grandmother, until she passed, was covered by UMWA insurance and benefits mm -hmm. um, from my grandfather's mining. Mm -hmm. um, so... I get it. I, I do. It is really like we are steeped in it as West Virginians. But at some point, we've got to try to move forward. It's not coming back. And even if it does, even if it did, mm -hmm. it's not coming back the same way. It is not going to be the same thing. Mm -hmm. It just isn't. Right. Now, we're wrapping up, but I do want to kind of give a shout out to our new listeners. Thank you over at Google Play for adding us to your Google Play, Spotify, and iTunes. You finally updated, so you probably have a lot of new shows to listen to. Remember, we're also on the Alexa. We are on Speaker. We are on Anchor Radio. Um, and we are on um, iHeartRadio. Yes. So welcome aboard, guys. And I'm going to shift this over to Vanna and let him do his Vanna presentation. All righty. And so, of course, we want to thank Beverly Walker and the Crystal Lotus Shop as our Patreon supporters. If you are interested in becoming a Patreon supporter, 
please visit pcspnetwork.com and there you will find information on becoming a Patreon supporter. Mm -hmm. And other information, other articles. Um, We're trying to get there, guys. Sorry, yeah. but we've been pushed here recently. Well, we've been adapting. And yeah. Adapting fine. And I keep feeling like I'm not adapting fast enough. So thank you for hanging in there with us. Yeah. All right. So, guys, we hope you had a lovely night. You can listen to us and watch us again on Friday at 930. Um, and if you want to watch us live, you can always do so at facebook.com forward slash the psychic coffee shop, Mountain Bears, or Facebook and the Mountain Bears, or at YouTube. I was so, banning. I know. I need to get little icons that you can just flip cards for. All righty. And, of course, you can visit me at aceandnight.com all the time. That's where you're going to get my latest blogs. You're going to get my different stuff. You can reach and book me for appointments. I am taking appointments all week. They are either phone or video because we are still under COVID-19 response plan two. Um, for those that don't know, there was a plan one, which was less that Aeson would go back with restrictions. Yeah, yeah you guys kind of blew those restrictions. So now we are at plan two, which is Aeson stays home and does virtual. Yes. Yes. All right, guys. Hope you have a lovely evening. Good night, y'all. Good night. Hey.